G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. The driver's seat. It's McLaren and Ricardo that win the Italian Grand Prix. Start the celebrations for McLaren. The driver's seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. And welcome to another huge edition of The Driver's Seat. As always, we do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. We are all over the country today and not just on your local SEN station around every state, but we almost have someone in every state. Let's do a quick roll call for everyone. Uh, Up in Queensland, Matthew, are you there? Present and (laughs) not freezing cold, actually in a nice warm studio here in in Queensland. Much nicer than the uh, east coast of Tasmania, let me tell you. (laughs) (laughs) I can imagine. I can imagine. And also coming to you live from Adelaide, the one and only Stephen Johnson. Stevie J, you there? I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, we are are all over the place here. And of course, me in Melbourne. And I'm the only one with a text machine tonight. So uh, get your texts coming through. That's o- weird. Mm. 0433 We're doing the show as if it was 1996. Well, uh, and you know, you know when you like you lose your phone, boys, or you misplace your phone, you get that instant moment of, oh, my God, my life's going to stop. I actually had that when I walked into the studio and our fifth producer, Rook, said, hey, no uh, no internet up here in Queensland or in the system. Uh, Nimsy's the only one that's got. So I feel mildly panicked that I don't have access to our wonderful listeners and can take the P155 out of them and Stevie J and whatever they send through. Uh, you still can send your text through. 0433981116 is our number. But we've got to get to our feature interview. Uh, thanks to Ryko Filters. Ask your mechanic for Ryko Filters, the professional's choice. Now, as we always do when it comes to our interview, we have to give them an intro. Not enough AU Falcons getting around on Aussie racetracks anymore, but the uh, the Bike Off family are still bringing the heat, which I love to see. AU Falcons! AU you want a retro AU Falcon? How about a bit of retro flame as well? Oh, more please. That's pretty cool. Chad's a big fan of AU Falcons. <laughs> big fan. Look, everyone. It's an AU Falcon! Now, I think, I think I've never seen... <laughs> What are you boys chuckling? <laughs> That's the greatest That's the intro best. ever. That's the best intro. But um, we had our social media, we had our texts and everyone, because obviously we didn't have a show last week, so we couldn't get this man on the show. But uh, since the Th- Townsville 500, we've had a flurry of messages on the driver's seat socials. And we're not talking about the clash between Anton and SVG. Everyone's been going... Did you see the AU Falcon? It's an AU Falcon! (laughs) Well, joining us on the driver's seat, uh, for the first time, we've actually had to track him down uh, from the Bikeoff racing team. The one and only Jono Bikeoff joins us. Jono, welcome to the driver's seat. (laughs) G'day, boys. 
how do I get that intro with the ringtone on my phone? That's sensational. Well done. <laughs> that is so good, mate. That is so good, and uh, and welcome to the show. And you, mate, you must be our good luck charm too, because as your intro just finished there, all of a sudden we've got internet back up here in the system, uh, Nimsy and Stevie J. So we can accept your text messages here in Queensland. But Jono, tell me one thing honestly, mate. Do you reckon your profile has ever been bigger than what it is right now after that Townsville round? And, of course, the way we're plugging the AU, because as Nimsy said, mate, you're all over the socials. It's awesome. Oh, my goodness. So, firstly, thanks, uh, Nin, Steve, and Matt, for having me tonight. Uh, First-time caller, long-time listener, actually. Um, uh, it's It's gone amazing. So, uh, we've we've had profile in the past with race wins and things like that, but uh, we've I honestly can't keep up with the messages and support that's been coming through, not just not just on our own socials, but through outlets like you guys. It's just been uh, it's too much to keep up with. So, uh, yeah, we don't know what to do with ourselves. It's really – it's, it's uh, very humbling. Yep. Hey John, what's uh, what's the plan? Obviously, moving forward, we've got we've got a little bit of time between now and the next run um, for Super Two, Super Three at Sandown, I believe. Are we going to see the beast back on track? Are we going to be able to get that ready for that round? So, uh, just to fill the viewers in, and I'm sure you're going to touch on the Townsville round. We we didn't have the greatest of rounds at Townsville, where we actually um, found the wall a couple of times, unfortunately, and and uh, so the, the cars back at our workshop in uh, Archerfield in Queensland. Uh, it's being um, uh, pulled apart as we speak. To be honest, it, it's twofold. So as with most race car teams, money is an issue with rebuilding things and that, that will always uh, be prevalent with our team. But um, uh, the, the problem we have, biggest problem we have is, is finding both spare parts and um, and people with know-how of how to build Build uh, build spare parts to help us. So so being a pre-project blueprint car, there's really not a lot. Even the molds for some of the some of the parts on the cars aren't even available anymore. So you're really just just asking people for for help and and uh, you know eyes and ears around the country to try and find things. You know in the back of sheds or you know under under uh, under tarps and things like that. Just looking for anything we can get. So we do we do have most things um, ready to get it going. It's just that little ten percenters that um, yeah, just just finding a specific part for certain things are difficult. But look, the structure of the car is okay. We, in terms, actually, answer your question, we're maybe for sand down, um, we, but we'll definitely be back on board for the Bathurst one thousand Super Three round. We'll definitely be at that one, um, and yeah, Adelaide as well is the final round, and uh, we're very much looking forward to those two rounds. Yep. And mate, give us give us um, because the car. And let's be real, the car it is an old car, but we're loving the fact yep. that, that we are seeing flames like Nimsy had up in the intro there. And it is such a hark back to the glory days of, of supercars. Just give us a quick snapshot of the history of that car. Yeah. Who's who's driven it? Which team did it come from? How did you get yeah. it? All that kind of stuff. Yeah, we've been running AUs in our team since about 2004. This is actually the second AU we've had, to, to be honest. So we've we're uh, well on board with how they how they uh, built put together. Um, this one is a 2002 spec uh, Craig Harris uh, AU, which was built specifically for Craig for the development series, so the Super Two series of um, 2002. Uh, we bought it uh, about 2019. It actually is probably one of the lowest K AU Falcons in in the world, really, because it really hasn't had a huge amount of race meetings. Probably a dozen race meetings, and that would be that would be it. So we're very fortunate in that respect. Um, and yeah, look, we, we obviously the AU was a bit sort of unloved back in its day, and and you know there was a lot of commentary around that. 
and a lot of people who are supporting us and the car, and it's not always just about the car. It's actually more about the era and what it represents. So it's, Agreed. you know, not huge amount of downforce. It's, so you've got to muscle it a fair bit to get it to handle the way you want it to. Yeah. Um, it rolls a lot. It's And as you picked up on in the intro there, the, the flames, there's a meter-long flames coming out of it at most corners, which is <laughs> um, which is amazing. We may have tuned that a little bit to get that to do that, to be honest. But uh, <laughs> uh, it's not, that's, that's not a performance enhancement. But, uh, yeah, anyway, it's, 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 it's a lot of fun. And, look, we're, we're a small family team. Uh, we're running on volunteers, as a lot of race teams are. And we just love motorsport, and we just we saw the opportunity to get involved in Super Three in in this car, um, albeit the you know kind of running at the back. But we we love it, and we just love being on the big stage in front of the big crowd with the with the TV, etc. It's just it's just an incredible opportunity. Yep. Yeah, John, I was actually just about to touch on that, mate, because yeah. obviously it's it's the oldest or one of the oldest in the field. Um, it's uh. It's obviously been driven by your old man, hasn't it, in the Queensland Sports Sedan Championships. <laughs> it's done some yeah. of the Kumo V8 series. Done a lot. But... It was actually in action in SMP earlier this year too, wasn't correct. it, Jono? Yeah. yeah, correct. Yeah. So, yeah. so our plan was always to do all of the rounds of Super 3 where we could. Barbagallo is just a bit too far for us to go. But, but we like to run the car any, any chance we get. Um, my dad, so Shane, my father, um, I shout out to dad because he'll be definitely listening. <laughs> Um, uh, we, we take turns running the car. So, so we're both massive fans of the sport and we support each other through everything in life as well as motorsports. So, so we, we uh, take turns driving the car. So one weekend he'll drive it and I'll sort of uh, be team manager, engineer, whatever you like on the radio and we swap. So, so uh, it's actually, uh, we're supposed to be my turn at Sandown uh, in a few weeks, but that's okay. And uh, so I'll, I'll be racing the car at Bathurst then. And yeah, look, the AU, it has a very specific way you need to drive it um, for the era. And Steve, you would know more about that than we would. But um, yeah, it's uh, it, it's a very specific way you got to handle it compared to even the cars at the front of, of Super 3, um, you know, the, the front runners of Super 3 and, and not even touching on Super 2 because they're completely different cars altogether. Yeah. So yeah, yeah it's correctly. good fun. Yeah. yeah and, but also, and what was but the so- reaction? Sorry, sorry, Stevie. What was the reaction up in Townsville, mate, to to the AU? We know what it was like on our socials, but what was it like live at the event? Did everyone love it? It's an AU Falcon. <laughs> so uh, I actually heard uh, props to your, your your show and podcast, etc. I actually heard people saying that to at the car when they saw it. So they were, they were obviously <laughs> listening, listening, big fans of the show as well as as well as the supercar. So I heard that clip a couple of times. Um, uh, yeah, like I said, we, we actually almost need a team member standing at the front, like a team representative, to, to be there to, to talk to people about the car because we have, you know, it's inundated. It's in a, we're inundated sometimes with so many people standing at the front, just looking at it and, and you know just looking at the simplicity of it and um, yeah, just just how things used to be and reminiscing and and all that stuff. So so yeah, no, very positive. Yep. And John, I mean, we all, especially myself and Maddie and and Nimsy's sort of has been uh, guided by us into how much just motor racing does cost. You guys know you're, you're a family team that, that does it for the love of it. You know, you're a lot of volunteers to be able to go and do that. So doing these races now, I mean, obviously, the as we said, the car's been raced in the Kumo series, been raced in the sports sedan series by your dad. But how cool is it that, um, you know, and obviously we not just because it's it's your car, but, you know, we've got a bit of a soft spot here on this show for AU Falcons, as we everybody do. knows. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, I mean the the publicity that you're getting now with 
um, this car and being run on the main game stage within the Super 3 ranks in your own class in uh, sorry Super 2 ranks in, in your own class in Super 3 I mean that's got to be that's got to be quite cool and something that you can you know hopefully leverage from and get some more knowledge and get some people out of the woodwork to come and help you guys out just to be able to you know financially to be able to come and go racing yeah, absolutely. We, we, we run on a very tight string as a lot of people do, and, and we're not definitely not uh, rolling this in, but we will be looking for support to come uh, later in the year with, with uh, Bathurst and, and Adelaide in particular. And um, uh, a heads up to look for everyone to jump on the bike off racing on socials. That would be that would be great. We'll be doing some promotion around all of that later. But, yeah, look, to answer your question, Steve, it, it, it's very difficult as, as it is at every level, and, and we're certainly not crying poor compared to um, everyone else in the in the in motorsport in general but look we we just love it and and like I said we're volunteers we've got people from um, from Sydney Adelaide Brisbane and Melbourne uh, all all coming to the circuit to help with the AU and and running the car and and really just such talented people helping us out Um, yeah the, the goal for the end of the year is basically to run the car as long as we can in super super three and then look at what happens in in 23 with uh, potentially doing uh, if there's if there's V8 touring cars, which was basically what used to be Super Three uh, or Super Four or whatever they're going to call it now. Um, yeah, and and look, yeah, we just, we we just love running the car, and and uh, yeah, we've, we've actually got a phrase internally with the AU that we're calling it the People Supercar or the People's V8 <laughs> Supercar, just just because it's it's actually drummed up so much. It's just it's unbelievable the amount of interest that we get from it, um, and you know it's. Yeah, it stands out on the track, you know, compared to you know your FGs and and uh, you know Alpinas and and all the rest of it. It's um, it's certainly noticeable, that's for sure. Yeah. And I mean, look, as we said before, your your AU is is one car that you've got in there, but you do have a, another one in the uh, bike off racing stable. You've got an FG mm-hmm. as well, a, mm-hmm. a former Steve Johnson FG. So when we're talking. Mm-hmm budgets and money being spent geez you would have had to spend some money on that to get it race ready because it would have been had you know would have had evidence of other cars and it bent bars belted up all that kind of stuff but are we likely to see you in that like in a, in a super three or something like that we well, we actually had to clean the seat there's a lot of brown stuff in the seat <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no i'm joking uh, it's actually it's actually the car that um david bernard famously uh, inverted at the end of mountain straight and caught on fire oh, and there you um, go. and uh yeah so no, it's, and we're very proud um uh, yeah, stevie uh, was with our car uh, earlier in the year at a test day and i think jed actually drove it for us around the pits into the pit lane for us and that was a nice moment for us to for Steve, to, Steve and Jet to be involved, that was great. Uh, and I think it was Stevie's last uh, full-time supercar as well, which was great. Um, look, the FG, it, we're running that for somebody, and it's a very close friend of the team, um, and it's been great to learn more modern technology. Um, I actually did drive it early in the uh, Funny story. So I, I, we at, at that same test day, we were doing laps, ran and ran around the AU Falcon, and the best we got out of the day was probably a high 13 out of that car. And I got the opportunity to drive the FG just for a couple of laps. My first flying lap, I did a low 13 and and absolutely put, um, poo-pooed myself because it was just so much, so so easy and just, just so much nicer to drive. Just the, the braking stability, the, the flow through the corners, the power down, the engine driver, just, just, just everything you would want. It was just a level ahead. So, uh, no, it was a great opportunity. Yeah. Well... Mate, I reckon uh, if you're doing 13s around, and, and what we mean by that, folks, is is a uh, what was a one minute 13. 
around Queensland Raceway, the current crop of Trans Am cars and TA2 cars, they're doing 13s in a four-speed dog box with uh, with crappy mm-hmm. tyres. Given the fact that you've been running around in the AU and you're doing 13s, I reckon if you got into a Trans Am car or a TA2 car, you'd be red hot up in the 11s. In fact, they were testing their in the last couple of days, and they were doing 11s out of a TA2 car to just give some comparison wow. to, to both of them. So if you do ever have enough of the AU and you don't want to run the FG, I'm sure everyone would uh, would love to uh, for you to jump in and have a crack in a TA2 car. But uh, we're going to wrap up in just a sec, mate. But um, Sandown is coming up next for you. Uh, are we likely, given the fact that the old AU didn't have the greatest car uh, experience in Townsville. Are we likely to see it at Sandown fixed and with one of the bike offs in it? Uh, we hope so. It's like I said earlier. It's, it's, a, it's yeah, dependent on parts to be to be quite honest, and and where maybe at best, I think with that. But um, no, looking forward to to having it out a little bit later in the year. Um, and yeah, I, I, honestly, and we'll obviously keep you guys posted. But if anyone out there is um, interested and wants to get involved. At Bike Off Racing, so B E I K O F on uh, racing on uh, F- uh, Facebook and Insta, that'd be great. And um, yeah, we're, we're loving the support. If you're a fan of early, um, early pro- pre-project blueprints, so nineties, two thousands, yeah, supercars, we're the team for you, and we'd love to love to hear from you. So um, yeah, no thanks. Yeah. Well, Jono, look, you, you talk about the AU being the people's supercar, but this was very much the people's feature interview because the amount of people that were going and tagging us and telling us, like, oh, you got to get one of the get, get Shane on, get even get, get John on, get someone on. We need to talk about the AU. So it was very much by popular demand and by, uh, by the fans and listeners that we have at the driver's seat that wanted to hear uh, about the story. But yeah, like you said, Facebook. The, pe- the people supercar. Yeah. <laughs> Facebook.com. Well, I, I mean, not mm-hmm. to interrupt there, Nimsy, but I reckon while it was, I, I probably had, I reckon 10, no word of a lie, 10 private messages to my book of faces um, with the AU Falcon sound bite gag, wanting that, <laughs> wanting this, wanting that. So, um, I mean, it hit the mark, mate. And, and, you know, back up everything that you're saying there with the AU. If you want to get behind Bike Off Racing, either go down and see them, jump on their socials, do any of that sort of stuff um, and and get behind it. Because the more we can see a supercar from the glory days with flames coming out from a well-known racing family, I reckon that's got my big yes. So let's make it the people's supercar. Let's get behind it. Oh, indeedy. Uh, and remember that Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash bike off racing, B E I K O F F racing, all one word. Uh, Jono, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the driver's seat. We thank you for actually, cause Jono actually let me know when I did call him earlier on into the week. He's like, you might actually have seen a couple of texts from me throughout the evening. So he's an avid listener. So it's <laughs> always great to, First off, have your support because that's how we manage to talk the crap that we do every Wednesday. So <laughs> we appreciate your support too, mate, and hopefully we'll see you at Sandown. Thanks, guys. I'll be jumping off the phone and jumping on the app listening in. So thank you very much. <laughs> there we go. Jono. Really appreciate it. No worries. Jono Bike up there joining us here on the driver's seat. And, Maddie, you've got access to the text machine at the moment. So just go through some of those texts, mate, because they're coming I'm in. I'm just half an hour behind down here in Adelaide. So <laughs> half an hour and 15 internet, years. Yeah, the, go through the some of those. back on soon. Go through some of those texts, Maddie. Yeah, well, I mean, the first one that came in was from Robbie in Brisbane. Hey, boys, loved seeing... 
the mighty AU in person in Townsville. Shame it didn't turn more laps. Are there any plans for live shows at the Bathurst or for Goldie for the driver's seat? Would love to make it there if there is. He's currently at Macca's in Yamanto, which is uh, just outside Queensland Raceway, smashing two Big Macs and a Coke after cutting laps at the Ipswich Kart Club. Yeah, man, Robbie, it was fantastic, wasn't it? And hopefully we'll see more of that. Uh, another one from our good mate, Tommy, in Toowoomba, who's actually texted us twice. His, his first one says, um, great, the text messages are up now so I can take the P155 out of Matt. Thanks, Tommy. And have a laugh at his expense, of course. Um, he was devastated to see that the AU Falcon was damaged on the weekend. Hopefully he can get it back on the track. Uh, I love that uh, uh, Love that car too. So, yeah, Tommy, I agree, mate. I reckon it, it'll, be, um, it'll be sensational if we get it out. And uh, uh, what else have we had here? Oh, there's a big long one there that I'll, I'll read out in just a little bit, but lots of people saying that they just love the AU Falcons. In fact, Greg from Upper Coomera, when do we see the merch range for It's, it's an AU, AU Falcon! T-shirt coming out soon, Greg. <laughs> Maybe. Don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, unconfirmed yet. Uh, unconfirmed. <laughs> uh, John Ovikov joins us here on the driver's seat. We've got a massive show for you coming up. Uh, we're going to be chatting to Malcolm Owens in just a moment as well. But uh, this is the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Back with more right after this. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. It's a driver's seat and we do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. And you can rev up your smartphone with the driver's seat app. It's available in the app store. A uh, bit of breaking news. Oh, we're going to be chatting to Malcolm Owens in just a moment as well. But uh, this was uh, some rather surprising, sad news that came out uh, late this morning, which was that Pukekohe Park has announced it will cease motorsport activities in 2023. Auckland Thoroughbred Racing, uh, who own Pukekohe, I believe, uh, confirmed today that plans to further develop the site for the club's own purposes, as in racing, uh, as in, <laughs> what, what do we call it? Like, it's almost like a Sandown kind of deal, isn't it, Matty? Oh, I think it's totally going to be a Sandown type deal. Um, I mean, it's it's pretty well organised like Sandown. You've got a, a horse track in the middle and you've got a racetrack around the outside. Um, I don't know whether they're going to be selling it off for housing. I think that's what's going to happen to Sandown in the future. But the reality is... As, as difficult as it is to say goodbye to it, because it is just a grouse track. I've never been there. I've never raced it. But from from a TV watcher's point of view and from a racing point of view, it's always action-packed, bloody fast. Mm. Um, it, so it's now going to go into the history, into the, into the uh, history books and the annals of history. Um, but we do have other options in New Zealand, and we will be able to go continue. I think we'll be able to continue uh, to go to New Zealand. But, yeah, it's sad. Um, been some big accidents over the journey there, Stevie J. I, were you ever involved in a big accident there? I remember the Craig Baird WPS car getting ripped in half down the main straight at some stage and all yep. that kind of stuff because it a, it's a fast place, but it's probably a bit dangerous too, isn't it? Oh, that's what makes racing exciting, Maddie. As you know, you know, Bathurst is dangerous. I mean, there's walls close there. Really? You I, and I, I both know. <laughs> you more recently Thanks. than me. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Craig, I mean, there's been many, many people that have that have had big crashes at Pukekohe. I have had a big crash at Pukekohe. Um, but, uh, you know, I mean, I don't think, obviously, that's the sole reason that we should, you know, not obviously go there. But... It's just, um, it, it's a shame, you know. I mean, obviously, development seems to take the forefront these days, even mm. when the 
track was built when there was nothing around it. You know what I mean? And um, and Sandown was a little bit the same. But, you know, we just, unfortunately, it doesn't matter whether it's here or New Zealand, we seem to be losing more tracks than we're gaining. So yeah, and, it's, and a bit, it's a bit scary for me looking into the future. Particularly any tracks, boys, that are within Kui of, of a built-up area because we're not making any more land, right? If you want more land to build houses, you've got to go out to the outskirts, lop down a, buy a farm, lop down the trees, and start building houses on it. When you've, when you've got a, an area like Pukekohe or indeed Sandown that is surrounded by properties, um, they're not making that anymore. So they turn around and go, well, is it more value to us to develop houses on it or have racetracks when we've got four other racetracks or three in Melbourne? Um, and we've got other uh, car racing circuits as well. No, nah, let's bowl it and build houses. So that's the reality of mm. the way this is all going to go. It's, it's a real shame, but um, like because uh, we've, we've chatted to like Andre Heimgartner a couple of years back, and he went and said for him, Pukekohe is like New Zealand's Bathurst. Like it's just got that much history and all this sort of stuff. But um, and and it's it's a real shame. But at least, thankfully, that there are options, uh, as you mentioned, Matty. You know, Tony Quinn's got a fair few uh, tracks there that hopefully we can see. You know, maybe um, around at Hampton Downs or something like that, because that's what they originally wanted to do, wasn't it, last year? Yeah, I, I think they'll go to Hampton Downs. Um, you know, you've got. Yeah, we, we've tried Hamilton in the past, which we had the street race around there, which was cool. Stevie J got a pole position Jay, in uh, yeah, he Hamilton. Did indeed, yeah, yeah. And podium, I got a podium. And there podium, yeah. There you go. Um, so we've we've done the Hampton, uh, we've done the Hamilton street race. Um, Highland Park is an awesome circuit owned by Tony Quinn, but it's kind of in the middle of nowhere, and the track itself goes out in into like a forest because it emulates some of the great race tracks around the world. So it's a great races track but i'm not entirely sure how good of a spectator track it is where stevie j at hampton downs you could ring the joint with people they'll all be around the outsides it's tight it's twisty it's uphill down dale i think we're going to end up and and by the way it's only half an hour from auckland or or 45 minutes maybe maybe an hour mm. um uh i think that's where we're going to end up moving forward especially given the relationship with supercars and tony quinn currently what do you reckon yeah, I think you're right. I mean, that's obviously the most logical, logical, choice. Choice. logical choice. But, but, but I think well, moving well, forward, it's going to be one of those things that it's, it's you know, it's up to obviously supercars and they, they are working hard with, with Tony. You know, he's doing a great job at, um, uh, at QR at the moment at Queensland Raceway. But, um, you know, I mean, it would be a shame, you know, and, and it is right. Pukekohe is the... Uh, I guess the Bathurst of of New Zealand. We think that the the, the history that's gone down there. I mean, it's, it is a shame. Um, obviously, being the last one coming up. So, you know, obviously things do move forward, and I understand that. And it's happened in the past, and it's probably going to happen again in the future. But yep. uh, it is a little bit of a shame to to see that one dwindle away. As much as I love Tony Quinn's tracks and what he does, and I think that there's definitely a place. You know, I would have loved to have seen around at Pukekohe. And around at Hampton Downs, you know, yeah, like week, yeah. weekend after weekend. And it makes more sense doing that um, and being in New Zealand for a couple of rounds for two weeks on end than just flying over there for one race over or two races, one on Saturday and one on Sunday, and then fly home again with all the gear. You know, what? it makes more sense to me. One of those, uh, one thing that's... If, if we... And they're really pop. Sorry, Nimsy. They're like New Zealand, like the you, you've seen um, on the TV, Nimsy and Matty, you, you know what it's like, the, the amount mm. of spectators that go there um, and support the joint. It's just phenomenal. Like it's huge. So it's like the old, or the old original Oran Park days here. And, 
in mm. Australia, you know, with the original Touring Car Championship. But, yeah, that was great. The street circuit was awesome. Um, really cool, fun track at Hamilton Drive. And really cool little little city. I mean, it's, I, I think, I'm not sure about Adelaide, but I think it's probably the only street circuit that actually goes past a couple of strip joints on the on the on the on the back straight, so it's pretty it's pretty I damn cool if you ask me. I wouldn't me. know, Steve. I, I, I wouldn't was, know where the strip joints are break in down, Hamilton. I always told the boys, oh, if I'm ever going to break down, I'm going to be between turn one and two. All right, fellas. That's so good. Uh, that's so good. Oh, and Tommy from Toowoomba, thanks for texting in one more. Bloody real estate agents selling houses. Thank you. <laughs> For that, Tommy? Oh, jeez, Louise. Um, it's the driver's seat. Uh, keep your messages coming in. 0433981116. You really are. It's, 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 it's almost like people have got two weeks worth yeah. of... Uh, it's like, well, we haven't had a chance to give a surf to Matty yeah. yet. Tommy's on fire from Toowoomba. I've got about six from Tommy lined up here. We'll get through those after the break, Tommy. We will. Uh, it is the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building Australia together. We're going to slide open the doors to the classic cars corner in just a moment we'll do that next this is the driver's seat for Kubota for over 40 years we've been making tomorrow matter shaping and building Australia together well I haven't even slid the doors open to the classic oh. cars corner and oh, uh, already already people yeah. are people are texting in on 0433 98 11 16 uh, this is well you know let's mm. I, I'm, I'm just going to shut up because let's open the doors to the classic cars corner this is the Classic Cars Corner with Malcolm Owens for Kubota. Together, we are building Australia. Malconio, welcome to the driver's seat uh, once again. And I wish you could have the uh, the text line in front of you because we have got... Uh, well, Matty, do you want to read that text? Uh, hey, Malcolm, straight off the bat, brother, um, Peter what? has texted in. And he said, hi, guys, it's Peter from Cleveland here. G'day, Peter. I'm not sure we've uh, had you on before, Pete. Um, with the Classic Corners coming up. Um, I have a C63 AMG. What do you think? Well, Pete, hey, hang, I'm hang, a on, hang on, let me let me stop that. Maddie's gone full dyslexic here, and I'm going to reread it properly. <laughs> it says Pete from Cleveland here with the classic cars corner coming up. Oh, I have a C36 AMG. Oh my, I did. What do you think? I did a C36, not a 63. <laughs> that is so dyslexic. <laughs> Um, well, Pete, and Malcolm can answer this in a minute as well. Pete, I'm a former uh, AMG instructor, C36, sensational. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, Malcolm has upspeeded to a C63, but C36, stick it in the garage, put it up on blocks, don't drive it. It'll be worth quite a bit of money one day. But Malcolm, it's tell us on. about the C63. Well, C63 is a beautiful car. I mean, anything there that's still in that naturally aspirated uh, V8 is going to be worth some big coin as we move down the road a bit in a few years, mm. particularly as we go to electrics and hybrids and people are worried about not having fuel, but the fuel's still going to be available because it's going to be less used. So they're still mm. producing more than we can use mm. and it will still be available. And the whole idea of moving to 100% electric by 2030 is not going to happen because realistically, how many charge points are you going to see in country Australia, Victoria, middle of Queensland, it's just not going to happen that quickly. So I think we're in for a, a good ride with plastics and some people say they're going to be gone the way of the dodo, but I think it's going to be the exact opposite. People are going to look for some classy machinery with some naturally aspirated um, big V8. So, yeah, put look, it in I the garage and hang on to it. I totally agree. And and just on the, on the C36 thing, 
If you've got a like around a 97 C36 currently, uh, 155 grand. 155 gorillas. So um, keep hold of it, Pete, because it's going to go well. Now, Malcolm, before you get into your topic for tonight, I am going to let everybody know that you have been at a corporate function this evening. You've been um, celebrating by having... A, a number of double bourbons before you get in your Uber to go home. Uh, so. <laughs> Matthew, poor Malcolm said, is fine. Well, I can't believe you just broadcast yeah. that to the wider world of Before he gets seat. in his Uber, that's not a problem. But you are going to cover off on, I can't wait for this, obscure Australian road rules, Malconio. Kick it off. Off you go. Yeah. Okay, so not technically classic cars, but like we, a few weeks ago, a month or so ago, we did the, the, the driving habits that drive us nuts. So I thought, well, what rules are out there that are a little bit crazy? And there's, there's actually quite a few of them. So we'll just run through a few of them. So firstly, is it illegal to blow your car's horn? The answer to that is Ooh. actually it is. So if you're someone cuts you off and you, you lean on the horn as we do, or you, you give it a bit of a toot-toot as you leave your friend's place, that's actually illegal, and you can actually be hooked for it. Uh, it's only wow. only allowed to be used as a warning of the drivers that your vehicle is approaching or trying to get animals off the road, and that is a current law today. So, yeah, so if you want to um, <laughs> toot toot your mate, um, that is actually illegal. Wow. There you go. It, I didn't good... know that. So every time I leave Maddie's place, I better not toot toot his <laughs> <laughs> mate. Well, the other not at 3 a.m. Other... <laughs> the other... Yeah. The other thing on that, Steve, is it's also illegal to have any part of your body protruding from the car. So as you're mm. tooting and giving him the bird out the window, that is also <laughs> illegal. You know, they have any part of your, of your body outside the car. So that's funny. Hey, Malcolm, just <laughs> asking that, is it yeah. illegal to do that out of a chopper? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Out of a helicopter? <laughs> that's funny, folks, because... Get the chopper! <laughs> <laughs> that's that's funny, folks, because when we were in Darwin recently, we had a safety briefing by our chopper pilots that said, whatever you do, do not stick your arm outside of the window. Don't do it. We're going quickly. You will break your arm. Next minute, we get a photograph of Malcolm Owens with his arm proudly outside the chopper and giving the us chopper. the bird. I was waving at Malcolm, the chopper next to him, and I said, oh, look, Malcolm's waving back to me. So I took a photo and I zoomed in. <laughs> And it was the bird. <laughs> oh, that so wasn't good, that wasn't. It wasn't right weekend. Obscure. Right, what here's else? A, here's a couple of other ones. It is actually illegal to drive too slowly. So, you know, when, you, when we say you come on the freeway and the guy's merging at 40k instead of 100k <sighs> and you go, oh my God. Well, that is actually illegal and people can be pulled over. And particularly if you're in the right hand lane on the freeway and if you're doing yes. under 80k, the police will pull you over and, and you can actually be fined for it, which is amazing. Pretty good to know that one. I don't know how often it happens, though. So you well, have to be careful to be going too fast or too slow. Can I just do a quick public announcement here? The road rule is keep left unless overtaking, folks. <laughs> do not hang in the right-hand lane. I almost fenced someone on the way to the studio tonight doing 80Ks in a 100 zone in the right-hand Into the wall for Matt McKeldin. <laughs> so just, just, just stay left unless overtaking. Okay, Malcolm, off you go. Well, one of my colleagues uh, at Kubota pulled out, uh, had uh, people pull out in front of him on the freeway. He was doing 100K 
and uh, they, they merged in front of him at about 50 and he wiped their car out. And um, yeah, so it's, it was pretty, pretty serious stuff. Yeah, okay, um, it's actually illegal to speed up when you're being overtaken. So you know how you'd be driving down the Hume Highway or something and someone's only on, only on a, a two-way road, of course, not on the, um, the, the dual carriageway, because of course you can, you can pass people and it's fine. But on the dual carriageway, if someone goes to go past you and you decide, bugger you, I'm going to speed up. That's actually illegal, and you can be booked for it. Huh. Like, likewise, now here, here, here's a really interesting one. Is it illegal to go through an orange light, or do you have to, is it only illegal if it goes red? Um, the answer I, is... I am going to say that I am praying to the road gods above that it's okay <laughs> to go through the orange, or I'm going to owe about a million dollars to our uh, road safety folks. No, well, actually, you're wrong. If the light goes orange or amber, whichever colour you like to call it, and you go through, yeah. uh, that is actually an offence. The only Ooh. way that you're allowed to go through it is if it is unsafe to stop. So if you, and the, mm. so that's why the police will sit there and watch you. And if you just burn through the orange, you can be fined for that, even though it hasn't turned red yet. And some people make a big mistake with that one. Oh, there um, you go, Matty. I'm, just I'm in trouble straight on through one. there. Just. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> see you, mate. Because <laughs> all I see, all, all that goes through my brain when I see the orange is uh, is restart the race. So I just fly. Yeah, floor it, yeah. So Matty floors uh, it. Yep. Yep. That doesn't surprise me. But, um, you know, it's actually illegal to flash your high beams to drivers to warn them that there's a speed trap or an, an RBT. The, uh, yep. the offence is actually using your high beams in a built-up area. They're not allowed to do it. So if you just get huh. a quick flash, you can be pulled over. I actually know someone who was actually pulled over and mm. fined because they gave someone a, a flash um, that there was a speed camera up ahead. So that's an interesting one. Hey, and Malcolm, I've got, crazy... I've got something for you. Yeah. I, I actually got off quite a few years ago now. I got off that actual charge because I was doing the right thing and, you know, letting my fellow... Uh, <laughs> Motorists. Uh, Gold Coasters know that there was some presence up ahead that might want to slow them down. So I was, you know, maybe letting them know with my lights. And then someone pulled me over and said, hey, uh, mate, sorry, you're going to get booked for flashing your lights. I said, what are you talking about, mate? I was just trying to indicate and I accidentally pulled the lever back accidentally. <laughs> you know and what he really did? You know what he really prove did? that prove that that wasn't correct. So he didn't book me. How's that? You know that what he really did, boys? What? What did he, I do? Don't you know who I am? I'm Steve Johnson. <laughs> Don't you know who I am? <laughs> Steve was lucky because it was actually Beardo that pulled him over. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you want to hear a couple of really crazy ones? This yes, one please. is for WA, for the old sand gropers. Up until May 2021, okay, that wasn't that long ago, it was actually illegal to transport more than 50 kilograms of potatoes in your car. <laughs> and the... Potato marketing authority were allowed to stop you and search your vehicle on the counter wow. you might be carrying some um, suspect potatoes on you. Some contraband, what? contraband potatoes. Why? <laughs> Why would that be illegal? What would, what's the go with that? I don't. Because you can make moonshine out of potatoes. Oh, is that why? You can make alcohol. 
Mm. Oh, Not that I know of these no. such things. What, what, uh, if you, what if you offset that by just having like you know an equal amount of gravy also in the boot with you? <laughs> <laughs> just, just, that's so funny. No, then KFC and sue you. Hey, Malcolm, Pete from Cleveland has text back in again. Uh, he wants to. He said he also has a 2017 30th edition, a 30th anniversary Maloo, uh, and the C36. I got it right that time. The C36. Uh, and a truck that he's got are uh, the retirement for his kids. I think he's doing all right there. That the twenty seven. He's done well. Twenty seventeenth Malou, twenty seventeenth thirtieth anniversary Malou is a good thing. They've got good coin on them. And I was funnily enough, Pete, just looking at them the other day. Yeah, yeah they're, they're fantastic. Those cars, and if you keep them completely stock and yeah. keep them under about a hundred thousand k's, if you can. I mean, it depends. It's yeah. like we've talked about many times. If you if you love your car and you want to use it, just use it. Just use it. It'll still be worth good money. Um, otherwise, you have like the, what they call the trailer clean or a garage clean where you put it up on blocks and you leave it there for 20 years. And yeah, your kids benefit from it. But really, um, it's good to get out and, and use them. But yeah, he's, he's got a nice little collection there that'll, do, that'll be going up very, very nicely. And I tell you, they'll be going up more than, than shares or, or, or property at the moment now that they've been sort of coming to a bit of a grinding halt there. So that sounds like <laughs> a, a pretty good position to be in. Property going wouldn't up. Want to be a real estate. <laughs> wouldn't want to be a real estate agent at the moment. No, you would not want to be doing that. And Malcolm, as we let you go to get back to the shenanigans of the Kubota dinner, I've got to say that of about the nine different rules that you just brought up there, I broke seven of them on the way into the studio tonight, unknowingly. <laughs> so thank you for letting me know that. <laughs> I, got, I got another couple for you just before we go, right? Do you know that in New South Wales, it's illegal to splash mud on a person at a bus stop? Are you breaking the law? Okay, if you want to do water or if you want to splash mud on someone um, just walking across a pedestrian crossing, but it is illegal to splash them at a bus stop. Do you think it's illegal to drive with barefoot or thongs on? Yes. Yes, I'm going to say yes. Yes. No, it's actually not. It's not. You're allowed to drive barefoot or or thongs. And and when you wear your high heels, Matt, I mean, it's easier (laughs) to go barefoot than... Hey, and boys, we've just had clarification on the potatoes. Why it, why it uh, perhaps is illegal, the real reason why perhaps it's illegal to have so many potatoes. It's a projectile risk, apparently, from text message ending in uh, 100. 100. The potatoes are wow. a projectile you are wrong, Matty. risk. So you're thinking about yeah. alcohol, and hmm. it's actually a uh, 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 Flying spuds. Risk. Flying yeah, spuds, spuds, that's the reason. You know what else <laughs> is a projectile risk? Is a, you know the old school club steering locks? Yeah. Yes. They used to go on your steering wheel? Yeah. Well, they should be outlawed too because I had one of them in the back of my Vitara <laughs> when I rolled it over and it smacked me in the back of the head and knocked me out. Jesus. <laughs> uh. <laughs> the time I rolled my Vitara, my club yes. luck, clubbed me in the back of the head. Hey, right it, 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 was, it was a man's Vitara. Excuse me. It was a you hard sure? roof. It, was a, it wasn't a soft top. It was a hard, hard mm-hmm. top. I didn't realise they came in men's, so that's pretty interesting. As I just double check if uh, Malconio is still there. You got us, Mal? Ooh. Oh, he's gone. Oh, he seems to have dropped off. Yeah. Malcolm, see, he's gone back to the bar. He's gone, you blokes are bloody boring. Uh, actually, we've just had Tommy from Toowoomba uh, chime in with another one. It's illegal to use your indicator by flicking on and off to indicate someone it's safe to overtake on the road, which is what trucks like to trucks do when you find them. They do it all them. the time. Jeez, Absolutely, you have to be hard done illegal. by to get done for that stuff, hey? That, that's you the would. two just... 
looking yeah. out for others and saying, yes, it's safe. No, it's not, basically. And um, we know that from Tommy because Tommy's a truck driver. So thank you, Tommy. And also trucks that are passing other trucks, especially mm. if, if they're a semi or a B-double, very hard to see when you're actually clear of the truck you're passing. So the other guy behind either gives you a little flash or something to, to pull in. That's that's illegal too, obviously. Well, I think, unfortunately, we're going to have to uh, cut our car, classic cast corner short because I've tried to call Malcolm back, and this is what I yeah. get. And well, he, <laughs> he so, texted me, oh. and he said, sorry, boys, it dropped out at the uh, at his end. Uh, okay. Oh well, yeah, it's right turned on. into a bloody Dalek here at the moment. So, uh, unfortunately, we're going to have to prematurely close the classic cars corner. Oh, slam it. <laughs> Spurt out. <laughs> slam it. With the lock on it. This is the classic cars corner with Malcolm Owens for Kubota. Oh, get your text coming through. 0433 uh, That is, um, I wonder what Scafey reckons about that. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Actually, we got a text message about Scafey, a long one from mm. Rob oh. in Brisbane. We'll have a chat about that. We have got... we got so many texts. We've got a lot to talk about. Uh, mm. it, and yes, in case you have been texting us in, or our Facebook messages, uh, which, I've got to say, Gabe's language... Jeez, oh. nice. I mean, whew. but uh, Gabs, I'm going to look up while I'm sitting here. What have you done, Gabs? <laughs> Gabs. It's Gabs, Maddie. Oh, we always Gabs. say this. He cannot get that right. <laughs> he cannot get that right. I'm having right. a shocker tonight. Oh, how's your C63 going, Instead of a 36. Oh, my God. You'd even get an M111 wrong at this rate. We're going to take a quick pause for the cause here on the driver's seat. Back with more straight after this. <laughs> this is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Right across Australia, you're listening to the driver's seat, and I should welcome our listeners on uh, 693 SENQ in Brisbane who jumped on board. Uh, this is the yes. first time you'll be hearing us live in Brizzy, so Hello, welcome. Guys. Good to have you on board. Good Queenslanders. Indeed. How good was the win last week? Queenslander, you beauty. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. You little beauty. Uh, yes. I only I'm... caught the end of that. Sorry, fellas. My headphone jack flew out of the plug and I missed the whole intro. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry, Stevie. All we were doing was just talking about this. Rugby league. So that's all good. Oh, Queenslander. <laughs> now, we have got to talk about this because this is probably before the Pookie news uh, came up um this morning, which is why I've gone and effed up the rundown. Sorry for that, gents. Uh, <laughs> this was going to be what our big talking point was going to be. But Shane Van Gisbergen has been barred from uh, Trans Am. He is uh, mm. not go- like this has been the thing that, as I sort of said, if it wasn't for Pukakoi, this would have been the big news because it's very much caused a lot of passionate response from the driver's seat faithful that basically. Triple Eight have just gone to SVG. No soup for you. Come back. One year. Yep. Mm. <laughs> one year. Yeah, if he wants to drive a Camaro, come back. One year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, don't, I don't know. We talked about this, haven't we, boys? Like, we've talked about it mm-hmm. in the past. There were some rumours getting around. We were supposed to see him at uh, Eastern Creek and we were supposed to see him at Bathurst, which he couldn't do because of COVID, Stevie J. And... We were hoping to see him at uh, Queensland Raceway, but it looks like, as you rightly say, the soup Nazi, 
the uh, Trans Am Nazis have come in and said, or the supercar Nazis have said, no soup for you, Stevie. Mm. Mm. Shocking. I think. I honestly think that that whole COVID thing from him being at Bathurst was still was that starting yeah, started right. that. Oh, that's what I feel. But whether it was or wasn't doesn't matter. So it's, it's pretty obvious now that uh, they don't want him in those cars. They don't want him in that series. They don't want him in that car. Um, and they don't want they don't want him helping promote that series, which is ironic which because the series that they own. <laughs> exactly. Like. Exactly. It's it's bizarre. But anyway. Um, it is what it is, and, and, you know, they say that he's got a busy schedule. Yeah, of course he has, but, you know, the the race, that the Transend race at QR is in two weeks, and it's a home race, and he's home. He's going to be sitting at home, probably on his simulator, mucking around for the weekend. He'd much yeah. prefer to be in a proper race car. They're letting him race GT cars. They're letting him go to Le Mans and race. They're letting him race rally cars. You know, he he, he races anything and everything, supercars. Yeah. Um and this car is as close to a a supercar as you're going to get in in a, in a I guess a a small term of the of the world. But it it's just you know it's one of those things. I mean it's a political thing. And if you ask me, I don't think that um, you can't say it's a restrictive trade because he probably wasn't even getting paid to drive it. He just wants to go and drive. You know what I mean? And um, that's just the sort um, of bloke he is. He just put him like he'd, he'd race a wheelie yep. bin if the option was there for yep. him. Yeah, a hundred percent. You know, they, I mean, they let him go and race, or not so much race, but they let him go and do uh, dirt biking and and you know, going to the actual dirt bike tracks like at Queensland Motocross Park or Motorbike Park. Uh, he goes to New Zealand. He does it. You know, <laughs> I've seen he, I've seen what he does at the motocross tracks, and uh, if. If you think that that's going to be any safer yeah. than what he was going to do, you, yep. you've got rocks in your head. It's, I mean, it's garbage. I mean, I, yeah, again, I have no can allegiance ride, to anyone. Can ride, by the way. Can ride. Can jump. 40-foot tabletops. The whole lot. You know, Bastard. And then he comes <laughs> he out with me. And, and then he comes out with me and he breaks his collarbone. On a <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I blame Look, all this stuff on Stevie Johnson. He's started this thing and yeah. people yep. are just doing it everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. I, I mean, I'll go straight out on a limb and I'd say it's supercar. It's, it's a whole thing with supercars, mm-hmm. um, race consortium and Triple Eight. Um, they do not want... Um, him to be in an an associated type series. They just don't want it. Yeah. And so yeah. they're not going to let it happen. And uh, there'd be no one more peed off about this than Shane Van Gisbergen, I would imagine. Of course. I don't think he would be very happy about this at all. He tested the car. Um, he knows they're a lot of fun. He knows the advantages of them. He knows exactly what to do with them. It would have been ace to see him race it. But um, he's been caught up in the bloody politics of this sport, which drive me oh, absolutely mate, I insane. Was on the- <laughs> he was because if you had SVG um, come out to uh, a speed series event to if, if you had SVG and a Trans Am Stevie J, the crowds would have been bigger at the speed series event. We all wanted yep. to see it, um, yep. and he's been caught in the crosshairs of the politics, which just yep. gives me the tishes. And it's what's it's what's wrong with our sport, to be quite yeah. frank. Um, we need to be promoting it where and when we can at every opportunity to every set of eyeballs. Um, and once again, supercars have just turned around and um, trying to protect their collective backsides, and it just drives me mad. And based on yeah. our on our socials and the feedback we've had, nobody agrees with this. This is absolute yeah. crap. It's absolute crap, supercars and race consortium and 
and uh, Triple Eight, and I don't mind, you, you know, get get Rich Uncle Roland or Jamie or anyone from Supercars on. I'll say exactly the same thing. It's absolute rubbish, mm. and and it's not just the spectators that would have brought more spectators. Obviously, that would have just been uh, loving to see him just drive those cars, but. Um, it's the it's the competitors as well. It's the the guys, the established guys that are in there. It's the younger guys. I mean, like your Nathan Hearn and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, all those guys that are budding um, guys that want to want to make it in supercars, that want to prove to everybody that they've got what it takes, that they're fast, you know, all that sort of thing. Then you've got other guys, you know, even even my young fella Jet, who's nowhere near the level of obviously Shane, anywhere near that yet. But he was excited to have Shane in the field just to be able to learn from him and see what he can do and and watch some of his vision. And I'm sure Shane would have would have allowed, you know, obviously we know him well. Luckily, we, I'm sure Shane would have come over and helped him. So just that sort of things to be able to not only help the younger generation lift it and get better and better and, and then, you know, have something to be able to say, oh, you know, I raced against Shane Van Gisberg and, you know, as a kid, you know what I mean? I mean, that's... That would have been something pretty cool to have, not only um, as a as a spectator um, watching him, but as a competitor racing against him as well. Well, and, and we've got a text here, Stevie J. It says, this latest SVG ban in the Trans Am car is just how paranoid supercars are that the TA2 cars are better racing value and a better spectacle than supercars, as I've said it before, and I still stand by it. Look, you might be 100% right, um, Tom. I I simply don't understand why supercars do these sorts of things. It drives me absolutely insane. They're fans insane. We're just race fans. We're not just supercar fans. We're race fans. And we want to see the heroes of our sport racing everything. Could you imagine if we hark back to the days of, of the early days of Formula One, Steve, and they, some guru said to Graham Hill, oh, you can't go and race the Tasman Series in Australia. Or you can't go and you, you um, uh, Ayrton Senna, you can't go and race in the Tasman Series when it would have just brought such benefit to our sport globally. It is a dead set joke. It is a it is. dead set joke, and it is probably it'll go in. It'll go into the world of social media and it'll go out again, and it'll move on very quickly. But I think when we look back at the end of this year, as we always do, and say what are some of the talking points and the decisions being made. This one will be one of the shockers for mine, anyway. I just think it's a shit decision. I, I my French, and I think I think you're spot on there too. And the reason why fans are getting so passionate about this is because, like you, pretty much touched on this. We know these names that are in uh, Trans Am. You know, the guys like Nathan Hearn, Aaron Seaton, Jet, Kelly. Owen Kelly, all of these guys. We know how good they are. But if you put SVG in there, then we'll know just how good they are. Absolutely. Or, or where they, because he'd be a great measuring stick. And like you sort of said, I guarantee you that, uh, you know, if Jet was sharing the same, and you'd probably uh, tell me if I'm wrong here, Steve, but if Jet was even, like, I'm not trying to say that him and Shane are going to be fighting on track for the finish like Anton style, but even just watching him and see how he goes about it mm. on a racetrack, he'd pick up so much, wouldn't he? Absolutely. He'd pick up a, a huge amount. And because, just because of the stature that Shane's got, what he's um, been able to achieve in supercars, what he's still currently doing, he's still, um, you know, one of the best drivers that we've ever seen in, in, in you know, V8 touring car racing, you know, in the country. Um, you know, very, and I believe very equal to Scott McLaughlin, very equal to my dad in a different era. You mm -hmm. know, you've got to remember they're in a different era now. So, 
you know, you can still compare them to, to the greats. And I think, and, and, you know, mm. Wink Cup's the same, you know, he's what he did in, in his era was phenomenal. And I think to be able to have that and have that influence on young kids and the guys coming up through the ranks, um, you know, is phenomenal. It wouldn't only uh, help those kids on track. It would definitely help them and, and show them and their sponsors that that's a worthwhile category to be involved in. And obviously that would in turn help them with, with funding and getting sponsorship to keep mm. running their cars. You know I mean? It, it's a win-win situation all round. Uh, but at the moment now, it's a lose situation for everybody, especially supercars and Triple Eight, who are blocking um, blocking the opportunity for it to happen. And our and our listeners agree. Pete's texted in and said, "Insane ruling," but maybe he wasn't fast enough. <laughs> no. Don't think that was the issue, Pete. Pete. <laughs> Pete's, Pete's texted in three minutes later, yeah. going, "Was a it joke. Was a, it was a just, gag. just, uh, just a joke." <laughs> and Nimsy, uh, you mentioned that he could drive a wheelie bin. Uh, Lee's text in, "If I've got two, I've got two wheelie bins and a steep hill. Bring your bins out, boys." <laughs> <laughs> Is, so, what's Maddie going to roll on there, Lee? If there's two wheelie bins, oh, one for you I, and I, I, I Lee. <laughs> Maddie's good. I don't know exactly what Maddie's going to. One of them's a skip bin for down. me. Randy's going to be in a skip. In for sure. Yeah. <laughs> One of the ones where the truck comes in with the two forks. Actually, what we'll get for Matt, he will we'll get in our shopping trolley. Our shopping trolley. We'll push him oh, down yeah. the did hill you, in that. Did you ever do that as a kid? Yes, I did. Did you ever get in the shopping trolley and your mates fang you down the road? Oh, yes, I did. Oh, yeah, I did that too. As, I lost did a I have a big shunt? Oh, yes, I did. <laughs> I'll tell you what. You know what I went down? I went down a, a down ramp into an underground car park <laughs> and hit a pylon. I was just about to say the same thing. Uh, <laughs> anyone that knows uh, Southland in, um, in oh, Victoria yeah. Yeah. knows that there's some pretty steep ramps there. Yeah. Obviously, these were some very silly decisions, and we don't advocate doing that. <laughs> no, don't do it, ladies no, and gentlemen. No, this is back in our day, everybody. <laughs> hey, Steve, did it did it steer better than an AU Falcon? Uh, no, it actually had more understeer than an AU Falcon. <laughs> Jeez, that must have been after I, Especially after I tore the front splitter off the AU Falcon, yes. It had more understeer You need to calm down. <laughs> All right, keep your, keep your texts coming through. 0433 is the number. In fact, we got a flurry of texts to get through. We'll do that mm. after this on uh, the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. It's the driver's seat, and we do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Full disclosure, so it's tonight we are all over the place. So I'm here in uh, Melbourne in the studios of 1116 SEN. Um, Maddie Mack is at our Vasty Lakes studio uh, for yes, SEN Gold Coast, the home of yes. 1629 um, SEN Gold Coast. And Stevie is on 1 King William Street uh, for SEN SA. <laughs> what do they think this is? King William Street. I am literally not even a block away from the famous Hindley Street. It's it's the hotbed of Adelaide, basically, mm. where you it are. It is. Where would, <laughs> what I, where would the same, the equivalent be in Melbourne there, Maddie? I mean, in on the Gold Coast, it's probably oh, Cabell Avenue. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in, in Brisbane, Melbourne, what would it be? In Brizzy. Mm, I don't know what's the happening one in Brisbane now. What, what's, the, what's the street where the where Suncorp is um, and, the, and all the pubs that you go to after State of Origin? Oh, Caxton Street. Uh, Caxton Street, yep. Yep. Be Caxton Street. And what I love about the South Australia studio, folks, if you haven't William been street down to Adelaide. is that street, isn't it? That yeah, and yeah, Hollywood yeah. Street. It yeah, is. yeah. It's so the main you, street straight through the middle of the city. So you get an interesting level of, of 
uh, folk walking up and down the streets at various levels of uh, uh, intoxication on some nights. And <laughs> in the South Australian studio, if you've never been there, folks, it's right at street level with a big monster window yep. out the front. So during our break there, Stevie J., um, take us, paint, paint us the picture of what was just happening out the front well, of the studio. Well, <laughs> just, well I'm, I'm literally, we are, the studio is literally backing onto the main footpath. And at, as you said, at street level. So people are walking mm. past. Uh, it's, I feel like a mannequin. In, Goldfish. Like, uh, like yeah, in a department store that people are walk, walking past going, oh, look at that. And uh, they're still walking past now. I, I'm, I'm constantly getting, yep, constantly <laughs> people are stopping photos. I don't know why oh. it's so weird. Um, and then in the break, I had a, probably a gaggle of 20 Santa Clauses walk past. <laughs> and male and female. And then they turned around and came back. And it was like I had my own amphitheater here. And I was the one on the stage. And they were all outside. Oh. You've been like uh, a Venus flytrap for uh, nuffers today. <laughs> <laughs> and they were taking photos and uh, probably uh, as cane corns. You played me a grab of cane corns doing the same thing for breakfast. Yeah. Uh, um, so in case you don't know, that's the same studio that uh, that um, South Australian <laughs> AFL legend Kane Corns. Great pleasure, Corn. That's right. He does uh, SENSA <laughs> breakfast out of And on occasion, he will, because when you do it in the, <laughs> in the hours when the sun's not up, you get some odd characters. So... Mm. Uh, Mm. Yeah. yeah, you get some odd characters on a Wednesday night too, Nimsy. It's actually 8.46 down here. So we're, like I said, half an hour early. Everyone's just finished dinner. They're probably heading to uh, to Yo Chi, which is uh, the local establishment of frozen yogurt, which is the best. Um, but um, which I just, I might have so scooted past on the way here, Matthew. So tell me, Steve, did the Santa Clauses, Mr. and Mrs., have grey hair and beards and all that sort of stuff? No, actually, oh, they did, yes, uh, as as wigs. But so they might have come back thinking young. that they'd they left someone behind. Young. They might, they might have. have looked it through the window and gone, oh, "Look at that silver-headed example of a male in there." Well, we might no, have probably said, "Oh, we forgot to give him a present last year." <laughs> or they went through and went, "Oh, that looks like Dick Johnson." <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> uh, uh, that's quite amusing, but yes, uh, so the fun stuff that happens. But uh, let's get to some text because they oh, are coming. Oh no! Sorry. What's up? No but... joke. A little kid just run past, giving me the bird. <laughs> right then, <laughs> just ran past, looked at me, and gave me the bird, and kept going. Oh my! It must God. be a Holden fam. Listen to that carry What do they think? This is SENSA. Apparently they do. probably thought I was Kane Corn. <laughs> That's very funny. And as Michael just texted in, Stevie J coming live from the crazy horse in Hindley Street. Oh, God. <laughs> the stables, the old stables. The I haven't stables. been there for ages. <laughs> Last time I was there, I was with my wife. She Knows, came with oh, me. I did not oh. meet her there. She was with me. Just ma make a note me. there, Nimsy, when we go off air to make Stevie J tell us that story. That'd yes, be yeah. <laughs> that'll definitely be one for off air. But um, uh, let's get to some of these texts. Oh. Uh, 0433 98 11 16 is the number if you'd like to get in touch. Uh, Maddie, where do you want to start? Because we've got well, a lot here. We've got, we've got a lot here. And um, uh, I'm sort of scrolling through because we did have... We did have one um, come from a, a supporter of ours in Brisbane who is a DJR supporter, Brad. And I won't run through the whole stuff, but he was saying that he's really frustrated with Mark Scaife um, and how basically um, he's just a 
triple eight guy and he feels like yep. he uh, consistently and constantly um, criticizes DJR and does not criticize SVG. He was always saying that it would be someone else's fault if, 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 uh, if, if SVG run off the road. So mm-hmm. look, I, look, it's, it's a, we're, a, we're a blue and a red sport. Uh, Rob, and I know that it can be really, really frustrating at times. And um, um, your feeling and thoughts there are echoed. Sorry, Brad. Yeah, you're um, not Rob, Brad. Your thoughts are echoed by many. But I don't think he's going anywhere. Mm. I, I agree. Yeah. It's just, it's just you know, and, and you get that in footy too. You, you get a lot of parochial sort of, uh, in fact, was it, was it, Andrew Johns, that uh, pretty much after Queensland won Origin, yeah. he was just yeah. like, well, now we're going to just listen to this bullshit all the time, bloody, bloody, blah. Oh, so, yeah, didn't, for the next didn't he make months. himself look like a dip? <laughs> Shot. Yes, he did. <laughs> well, he is anyway. But. He did. Yeah. Anyway, um, boys, thank you, fellas. For years, my wife has got me with the VW punch buggies. Uh, now I've got the, it's an AU Falcon. She jumps, <laughs> she jumps every time and she hates it. Love the show. <laughs> it's an AU Falcon! <laughs> good on you, Anthony. <laughs> Haven't spoken to Anthony before, so good on you, Anth, for, uh, for coming on there. That was really good. That's very um, good. That's very good. Yeah. Oh, and he someone actually has... de- he texted that in twice, actually. He did. Yeah, I was going to read it out again, but I don't do that stuff. Maddie does that sort of stuff. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm having a shock tonight. Um, in regards to the wheelie bins and racing, um, there's a wall at the bottom of the hill, so that'll be good for Matt to stop. Oh, Jesus. Oh, you are Jesus. getting server. Oh, Into the wall for Matt McKeldin. That's wow. harsh. Yeah, oh, well, that's all right. Uh, boys. Uh, what about Mark? Sorry I, got one, sorry, I got one from here, Mark. You go. Uh, you wanna, go. This is a little short one here. It says, hello, do we know yet what are the support categories for the Adelaide Ooh, yeah. 500? Good That'd one. be quite cool to know. I mean, we that, none of that's come out yet, has it, fellas? I know TCM. there's TCM are most probably going to be on the uh, program there. Yes. I'd heard TA2, not Trans Am. I'd heard TA2 remembering that yep. South Australia choose the support categories, not supercars. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. And if they'd wanted Trans Am, then supercars would have said no. Example A with the SVG ban. Um, mm. So it could be TA2 potentially. Um, I'm even hearing potentially, Mark, um, uh, GT, GT. GT and Jumpy GT trucks. will be on there. Yep. I'm, yep. I'm pretty sure GT's going to be on there. So yeah, it's going to so be very, a, very interesting. Yet to know, and I'm still digging about the uh, sponsor that for that one as well. Um, uh, what about the one number? from Lee? Lee, where's Lee? It says uh, here, oh, thanks, Lee. Uh, is this a racing show? Question mark. Gee, I'm learning stuff tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean you're learning stuff about establishments, Lee? Or because well, Maddie you seem can teach to know, you a lot about that. Yeah, oh, me. You seem to know where they all are. <laughs> I didn't know there was two on the back straight at, Hamp- at uh, Hamilton Street Race in New Zealand. Or I would have been there. We might need to. Uh, we might need team to clarify trip. that. Hey, team, yeah, team trip. trip. <laughs> team trip. <laughs> we team might need trip. to. We might need to dial up uh, our friend in New Zealand, Mimsy Frank, old uh, Frank and Fakatani. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We oh, might, let's we see might what he's doing. Well, if he's got any suggestions for tonight, keep your text messages coming in. Oh, thanks, oh, that's Frank. A ripper. Good thanks. on you, Frank. Frank. Well, we need to also get Pete from Papatutos come on at some stage as well. <laughs> We have got Pete. I'll, I'll get him online next week. <laughs> 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 
Here's one oh, for I don't, know. I don't know why it cracks me up. I'm going to go to a text message. Um, there was a text message here. It's actually a really yeah, just good just one. came in one from Tom in Hobart. Oh yeah, Tommy. Um, uh, have a sip whenever Scafey mentions Shane during a race. You'll be smashed before the first round of pit stops. <laughs> 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 That's very funny, Tommy. It may just do that. Hey, I was in your town last week. I was in your town last week, Tommy. What a great town Hobart is. Sensational. Really Very good. Down Salamanca, down along the water there. Some really good uh, meals down there. Me and the little Max and Mrs. Mac went down there. It was sensational. Hey, boys, if Supercars has banned SVG from Trans Am, will they ban every Tier 1 driver from driving a Trans Am in the future? Mm. Oh, well, that's a good they've point, They've set the precedent, it? haven't they? That's, they well, have that's the reason the for the question. And yep. I... You, uh, they'll have to because you, as soon as they allow a Reynolds or a, I don't know whoever to go a Holdsworth or a, a Scotty Pie to have a crack, the I was socials. Exactly, all... I was going to say the same thing. If any of those guys mm. oh. went to have a crack, oh. I wonder if they'd stop them as well. Um, yeah. Well, uh, I think we've got another text just come in from Hindley Street, the Seahorse. <laughs> Can you please remind Stevie J to come and get his VIP card? Oh, Steve, <laughs> what was that? Uh, wow, I you, missed you that. Just, that was from the that was from the Crazy Horse, apparently. Oh. Well, Good to go and pick up your VIP card. You left it there last Adelaide five hundred. Stevie J, Stevie J got mould on it. <laughs> Stevie's currently broadcasting from our studios in uh, One King William Street, and in the words of Kane Corns, anyone that's outside that window. Go to bed, champ. Go to bed. <laughs> but we'll take a quick we'll take a quick pause for the cause. Back with more of the driver's seat right after this. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. And welcome back to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together we are shaping and building Australia. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Driver's Seat Show. It is one of our favourite things to talk about, of course. Oh, the wonders that is Gen 3 because a bit of news <laughs> came out. Of, what are you having a chuckle at, Matty? <laughs> Every, because we're, we're idiots, really, um, folks, Nimsy has to prepare a run sheet of subjects for us to talk about. He does our research. Really, it's very good and we're, we require it. But then, Nimsy, could you explain this to me? Because under this segment where it says Gen 3 supercars redesign, the first line is Carlos. The Gen 3 supercar chassis. It's <laughs> <laughs> going through a late redesign process as South part of, the of multiple project revisions. <laughs> Carlos. Poor, poor old Carlos, the Gen 3 chassis. So, <laughs> I, I, don't know, I don't know why I've written Carlos, the Gen 3 supercar chassis. But um, <laughs> out of respect for you, I'm going to suggest that DJR name their first Gen 3 chassis oh. Carlos. <laughs> Oh, Stevie J, could you please? Carlos. Oh, my Carlos. Carlos and Lando. Um, could you please? That would, that would be so good. <laughs> so that's what, from here on in, folks, that's what we shall call the Gen 3 chassis moving forward is Carlos. <laughs> and um, as has been the history of Gen 3 up to now, um, what an absolute tish fight. Uh, we're now going through another redesign of the front end. Stevie J. Total bullshit. Yep, bullshit. Yep. All right, can't add much more to that. <laughs> Nor can I. Nope. Subject done. Nope. I mean, Stevie J, please explain to me why this is such 
a tish fight. I just do not understand that we're in July, damn near August, and these poor old teams still have nothing to build. Tell me why. Mate, I can't. I I would love to let you know exactly why and what's going on, but uh, from the get-go, it's just been an absolute smushmotion. Mm. And <laughs> it's just been like, and I've said it once, I've said it twice, I've said it many times, I'll say it again. How can a team design, be commandeered to design and build a car and their team employs two of the tallest drivers in the category, and they can not even fit in this car that they have been asked to design. I, I, you know what I mean? I, it's just unbelievable to me. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't get it. And you know, Jamie Wincup is now saying that um, they're trying to redesign it for the you best different. of both worlds. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, it Jamie, exactly we weren't right. calling you that. <laughs> Um, uh, it's, they just, I mean, so, so someone with way more experience than you've got Stevie J, Mm. when would, should, I'm thinking that we should have had all of this done by end of 22, uh, sorry, end of 21 so that we spent this year developing the car, not redesigning it, but developing it, getting it ready, getting it ready, making sure they get to. They all get to the first race. They've all got spare parts. They've all yep. got reliability. They've all yep. got a bit of a understanding of the handling and what you can do, what you can't do. You know, it's 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 an absolute. Uh, I'm not going to say farce or rot because, well, you know, I mean, debatable, but it, it's just plain um, dumb. You've got it's yeah, you've got it, the most competent people in the business. You know, in a lot of these teams that aren't allowed to do anything, um, and you know, I, I mean, in a way, I do. I do blame the original designer of the car um, that has that has done most of that work initially. That now has to be changed. But um, you know, there's got to be a captain at the, at the at the head of the ship, yes. and that captain is supercars, mm. right? Yeah, you know. The well, problem that they've got here, yeah, it is. And the problem that they've got here is they're commandeering people that have got a vested interest in supercars themselves that are building this car. Mm. So, mm. And, and it was the same with the previous car. What they should have had, they should have had their own separate. Um, like a homologation team to homologation do it. Homologation yeah. team yeah. that uh, one is for design, one is, you know, for engineering, one is for. Um, assembly uh, mm. and that sort of stuff, and they literally should have been getting input from the teams of what you know what needed to happen, and then they should have had these three smart people or whatever it might have been designing it, building it, and then getting it right, and then go okay, everybody, like NASCAR did, That's here you is your got. car. Well, here, yep. here team, this is your car. Even like you said, agree what? or disagree, Nimsy? Agree mm. with a lot of it, disagree with some of it. We don't care. This yep. is what you've got. And yep. when you sort of said that too, Stevie, like the last time that there was a bit of a collaboration, like you look at the Gen 2 Mustang. Now, I know a lot of people go and just absolutely hammered it when it first came uh, came out and broke cover, but that was done with Ford Performance in uh, overseas in Detroit. Tickford mm-hmm. had a bit of input in there as well, as did DJR as well. And you got yourself an absolute bang up race car that they had to 
clipped the wings a fair bit because it was too good of a race car, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and um, but but you had a committee actually doing it, and what happened? You got a good car at the end of it. You did. <laughs> you got a good car in the end. You've got the um, you know, like, like I mean, and that's the, that's half the issue that supercars have got. You know, in the end of the day, the smartest people are in the teams, and that's what they because they get paid more. They get paid more to be in the teams. If supercars dug deeper into their pockets and said, right, we need a guru here that can control all of this stuff and not have their the wool pulled over their eyes from all the other semi-gurus and all the teams. Mm. That's what, you know what needs to happen. And you know what's happened? They put very, very smart people in a position of trying to design something that was a whole lot simpler. And the, mm-hmm. sim- the two things don't match. Mm-hmm. Propeller heads will always try and make it more technical, more exciting, because that's what they get off on. They've yep. been asked to dumb it down, and they haven't been able to do it Yeah, because they asked the wrong people to do it in the first place. Meanwhile, yep. every team come Christmas is going to be... Oh. Why, oh. why, why me? <laughs> oh, I bet you Todd Kelly right now is just <laughs> licking his lips going. <laughs> Thank God we uh, got we out. deal with Absolutely. that. Dodge that Absolutely. bullet. Um, one last one before we hit the break. Jimmy has summed it up in Glen Waverley. I think that word you're looking for is a schmozzle. <laughs> No, no, no. I use smushmotion all the time. Smushmotion. 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 Steve Johnson getting amongst it. (laughs) Thank you, Hutto. Absolute smushmotion. But but Jimmy, thanks. No. I'm I'm going to. I'll I'll take shamozzle. Like this show is in context of what you're saying there, Jimmy. This show is often a shamozzle. But the thing is, (laughs) oh shit! (laughs) Did I say shit? Sorry. (laughs) A smushmotion is worse than shamozzle. Oh really? Yes. Oh well, the show's not a smushmotion. No, it's a no. shamozzle, well, but not a smushmotion. Yeah, exactly right. We got to get that is better right. than saying a shit fight, right? <laughs> <laughs> it is the driver's seat. It is. No, that's the... Gen Three. That's what that is. And I blame all this stuff on Stevie Johnson. He started this thing, and mm, people correct. are just doing it everywhere. Mm, absolutely. <laughs> um, and Jimmy, if you don't go to work tomorrow and use the word smushmotion, I'll go. Hey, you'll do it. I promise you, you'll do it. It's the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together we are shaping and building Australia. Back with more right after this. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter. Shaping and building Australia together. Oh, welcome back to the program. Uh, So normally around this time of night, it gets a little bit chaotic because we... And we relax a little bit. We have a chat during the ad break. But when you, you, yeah. put, you put all three of us in three different cities, and some of us can hear some people, some can't other. <laughs> and when we didn't have the text machine for the first, like, five minutes, uh, it's been a real bit of chaos at the moment. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> the work we've had to do to bring this show to you folks, unbelievable. Oh, unbelievable. It was at least worth an invoice of $100. There are fires everywhere at the moment, Gary. <laughs> Correct. We're we're like we're like uncaped heroes here. <laughs> we are. Oh dear lord! I reckon we are. What would Go what would bed, be your? What would be your superhero name, Steve? My superhero name. Yeah. What would be my superhero name? Yeah, Captain Who or. Oh, Captain, Captain Sausage. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Captain what? Captain Nossenhodge. 
Captain Nossenodge. Nos- That's Johnson backwards. Nossenodge. <laughs> Captain Nossenodge. Um, just quickly, fellas, well, this is another bit of news that popped up. Um, You're an idiot. I've got to say this. So uh, Newcastle is back in 2023, we think, um, yes. because Supercars Australia released a statement announcing that a tentative date for the 500 has been proposed for the 2023 yep. opening round. If locked in, the March 10 to 12 proposition would see the current five-year agreement for the Newcastle event, uh, you know, expire. But the statement mm-hmm. said we can confirm that Superclass is applied. Uh, but, Superclass? Um, Superclass? Is Superclass? Yeah. Oh, mate. Mm. <laughs> it is on everywhere out here, boys. Spot fires all over the place. <laughs> Superclass. <laughs> um, but um, does that fill you with hope? Well, it's, oh, yeah. like they've, it's like they've applied for it, but it hasn't been approved yet. Yeah. Mm. So it's like, mm. it's you know, I don't know. Mm. I, I don't, I don't. Pretend to understand how governments and councils work. So <laughs> you I'm and everybody else try to <laughs> Look, understand. I, I hope it comes back because it's actually a great event, great circuit. Yeah. Um, I think we both. You've raced there, Steve. Right. Basically, yeah, I raced there. That's where what? um you won your first uh, TCM crown. Oh, TCM. That's right. And you yeah. and you burned up. You did the big socially oh. irresponsible donuts across the Newcastle. Absolutely. Uh, I did the donuts that are definitely sugar-free. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) That was very good. Uh, So we both race there. It's a great circuit to race on. Very tight. Um, uh, Boy, you cannot make a mistake there. Um, I didn't hit anything there, funnily enough. Uh, Almost won a race. You did, in the Ute. In the Ute, yeah. Ryle Harris. I said to Ryle before I got in the car, hey, do me a favour, mate. Just give me – I just want to win one. Just give me a chance to win one, will you? (laughs) And he let me lead for about eight of the 12 laps and then just thought, no, and got me. It's a no from me. I'm I'm back into it. (laughs) Very much. Um, Never trust that boy. Never trust a Harris. Uh, So, look, I I, I hope that it comes back. Newcastle deserves it. It's a great race. Um, It's obviously been COVID-affected the last couple of years, and let's just hope sanity prevails there. Typically, when we do an agreement with New South Wales uh, or Tourism New South Wales or New South Wales or events or whoever it is, they either want the first or the last event. So that was in the contracts. If you remember going back to Sydney Olympic Park, they wanted the last event. When we when we uh, boned Sydney Olympic Park and went to Newcastle, it was the last event, the last place that uh, Jamie Wincup won his, his last championship. So... Uh, it's either going to be the first or the last. Now, we know that Adelaide, as you rightly say, Nimsy has been locked in for the final round now for the next five years, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's hope now that Newcastle will be the opening round because it's got that Adelaide 500-esque type feeling about Party it, atmosphere. Stevie J. Yeah. Party atmosphere, great restaurants, great part of Australia. Um, makes for good TV because it's in a spectacular location. And as a driver, she's a wee ripper. So I hope it comes back. Uh, really? Fingers crossed, uh, but yeah, uh, they're waiting for a permit. I love that. It's it's only been one of the like, uh, it's like a building permit, waiting for a friggin' permit. It's, it's like a- it's like in Adelaide where you, I'm, it took me about thirty minutes to try to find a park in this joint because you need a permit. Everywhere you turn, you need a permit. Why didn't you what just use your VIP parking? Why didn't you just use your VIP parking pass for the crazy horse around the corner? You could have rolled in downstairs. I know that, but it's just not near. The gelato joint. So I ended up parking near the gelato joint. Got the gelato, got the my little electric scooter, and fanged six blocks down to the studio here at One King William Street. Steve Johnson for... does the business. See, I'm here. I am. I'm. I'm here for the show. I'm. 
You, know, you are. Not for the crazy hero. As I said, an uncaped hero here. We've, we've, we've got a, a great photo of what Steve's had to put up with uh, for, for the entire evening. So I'll pop that up on the socials in just did a moment. Did you get the last one? We I had a, did. I had a couple of yeah. fans come past waving. That is great, that one. Got that photo. It's like they're just a couple of. Is that, are they waving? Yeah, a couple, waving. couple of young waving with thumbs a, up. Yeah, a couple of is young. Is that a lasses. thumb or is that a finger? I think it looks like a middle finger to me. I'll go off it. No, they're, they're and they're looking oh, quite no. pleased to say good day yeah, as well. Yeah, they are too. Oh, they love seeing Dick Johnson in the studio. Well, do it, Lisa. We'll take a quick pause for the cause and wrap it all up next here on the driver's seat. As always, we do it thanks to Kubota. For over forty years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Welcome back to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. And you can get in touch with us around the clock via our socials at driver's seat show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter is the best place to do it. Uh, can I just ask a quick question? Because I'm confused. I'm a little confused at the moment because I don't know if we're no following shock. our run sheet or what's going on next because we were because of because of the the discussion around colonic irrigation through the break. We're doing right. I don't know where we're at. <laughs> so t- when we came back there, I know you were serious, like we were really up against it because you go normally you go, stand by boys. Ten seconds. When you're really hard up against it, you go, oh, stand by, stand by, stand by. <laughs> we got three standbys. That's the equivalent, that's the equivalent of the old pit now, pit now, pit this lap, yeah, pit exactly. this lap. Box, 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 box. box, box. <laughs> <laughs> um, Boy, and are the cameras working in my studio tonight, Nimsy? Yes, they Did, are. Would you have caught the last five minutes? Um, hopefully, hopefully. It, it... Okay, go and, uh, if you go in and have a look, you'll see that as we were coming back to the break there, I leaned back on my chair and uh, didn't realise it wasn't locked in place, so I just gave myself a <laughs> Heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was going to drop. It is on everywhere in here, boys. Spot fires all over the place. Oh, I thought I was going to drop off the back and make a big mess as we were now coming back to stand by, stand by. Now, stand quick by. one. We're going to talk about uh, nuggets oh. for a second here because uh, we, we, we've had a lot of people on our Facebook page. Yes. Uh, because we weren't on live last week because of State of Origin, because of the Rugby League. How was the win? Rugby really? League. Um, so how many nuggets can you fit in the trophy that you got from uh, from uh, Lakeside? Okay, so I, I have not, despite many requests coming online, I have not done it as of yet because we've been on holiday. We should get sushi, Carol. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but I am going to do it this weekend. So it's not your Scott McLaughlin championship winning trophy, right? So it's not going to be 56 or, or any of that sort of stuff. It's it's a, a little trophy. It's a little state-based third-place trophy. Uh, I, I, what I am going to do, Stevie J, I'm, I'm going to go the Stevie J method. Mm-hmm. I'm going to buy 20 nuggets with the hope that only about six fit in it and then I can throw the other 14 straight down the face. That's what I'm going to try. So we'll see how we go. But I'll, And I we will want do photo it. proof I will do that we I can will. put up on our socials. Do we want Red Rooter or Dirty Bird? Did someone say KFC? Okay. I don't uh, I think uh, that speaks Dirty for itself, Dirty Bird it is. That's where I'll go. <laughs> I is shall go any, to KFC. Is there any better nugs just out there? Oh, McDonald's, of course, proud sponsor of uh, of McDonald's the, are the best, of course, of the very sure. radio station that we're on as we speak. Um, really? Yep. Get amongst mm. it. It's got to be it. McDonald's nugs because that's the only nugs that go into 
trophies. Yes. And do you think that the barbecue sauce perhaps feels a little bit like the red-headed stepchild because nobody gets it? Oh, you got Correct. No, you got to go sweet and sour. sweet and sour. You got to go sweet and sour. Sweet and sour. Yeah, yeah. We'll put anyway. a poll up on the on the driver's seat Facebook page. <laughs> the only thing good about barbecue sauce, so bar- <laughs> the only thing that's good about those barbecue sauces is you take the lid off it and you throw them and they stick to windows. <laughs> Steve Johnson, Jeez. seriously. Now well, apparently, now that about wraps up another edition of the driver's seat. A big thank you to um, Jono who joined us off the top. Yes. Make sure yeah. you like the Bikeoffs racing facebook page to mm. keep up to date on the progress of this it's an alien falcon all right boys we're all together <laughs> next week well at least uh, well we are exactly hey nimsy just quickly michael thank you your show was not r-rated tonight lol I said yes it was it's pg rated for sure it wasn't R-rated. it was we'll pg rated we'll see you next week what do they think this is senSA sorry about the noise my neighbor's sanding his deck my motto don't work on your deck play on it Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.